Well, good morning and welcome to our Coffee with Alan time. Uh, we are here back in the basement uh, for this time. Uh, we, uh, I just wanted to uh, have a conversation with you today about um, conscience. Conscience has been on my mind uh, for a while. Uh, and this is the way in which, if you've been at Shift Church for any amount of time, uh, this is the way that I've tried to lead here at Shift Church. I think this might be a little white, a little bright there. Let's uh, back that down. There we go. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I got a new light, so I'm playing with it. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, so so conscience. Um, it's this phrase, if you've been at Shift Church for any amount of time, you'll know that I, I teach and I try, what I, the, the way that I, that I preach is about helping us each in the, in the church to live by our conscience and allowing others in the church to live by their conscience. And so that's, and, and the, the, the environment that I envision this being played out in, um, in the church, in the early church. Uh, specifically, and how Paul—I mean, Paul talks about conscience you know, quite a bit in, in the in the New Testament, in specifically letters to the, like the like to the Corinthians, the first and, first and second Corinthians. He talks about it in Romans, uh, and, and and he talks about it to Timothy, Titus, and Hebrews. Um, and there, there's uh, there's a couple of passages I wanted to kind of center in on, um, but and, and and I'll and I'll finish with Second Corinthians. So he'll. This is mainly. Uh, hanging out with Paul in, in Corinthians, but why is it so important to live and let live by conscience? Think about how many conversations you've had recently around COVID, face masks, around <coughs> church doctrine, theology, the you know the scriptures, uh, technology. Uh, think about life in general, like what, how these conversations about, about life and reality them itself, um, and how, um, and how we are supposed to live. How are we supposed to embrace and approach relationships? How are we supposed to approach certain even books of the Bible? Um, you know, so for instance, you know, creation or end times or, uh, Paul or, or, you know, he, the author of Hebrews, like all these different things that, that are, they're so, we don't know <laughs> type thing. Um, differences of opinion on, uh, uncertain theological, uh, basis or, um, again, going back to just simply everyday life, you know, how do we live this everyday life? Like living and let living, you know, people, some people like hunting and some people don't like hunting. Some people like hiking and some people don't like hiking. Some people like, you know, um, like eating meat and others don't, you know, uh, and which is a concept that Paul talks about here in, uh, to the Corinthians. Um, some people like coffee and those who don't are wrong. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, those who don't, they don't, and it's fine. And, and so, but it's letting, letting and allow people, allowing people to live by, their conscience, and I was, I say conscience, um, and, and, and there's this you know, leading by the spirit, lead, lead, leading your life to live be lived by the spirit, and allowing room for the Holy Spirit to work in my life and work in your life, and you know, like you know, the Bible, you know, the Bible even says, you know, how He gives to each one of us different kind, you know, different amounts of grace in different areas, and 
Um, there's spiritual gifts, but then there's also just the way that God interacts with us and, and, and works with us. And, um, and so, um, each person has a different relationship with each person. Um, and not every single one of them is the right one. It's the right one for their, for their relationship with that person. But another person might have a, a different relationship with that person. So I have a relationship with Jesus and every person who comes to Jesus has a relationship with Jesus because of his cross, because of the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus and his Holy spirit living in them. But then how that manifests in different people's lives is different. Um, how that manifests itself uh, through how they interact with their family and with their friends and with their job and with their likes and dislikes, because God created us all in his image. But indiv you know, as individuals, we are different, different personalities. I, I loved the, uh, the illustration that the, that my dad had given for, for several years, finding your shape, you know, and we might, I might talk about that in a different, a different, you know, uh, series or, or so with coffee with Alan, but, uh, ba the base of it, you know, is, um, finding your shape. And so each letter is, it's an anagram, anagram, is that the right word? <laughs> so spiritual gifts, uh, heart, you know, show your emotions, heart, um, abilities, personality, and experiences and finding your shape because God has shaped each of us differently. God has shaped each one of us individually, especially you've been uniquely and specially formed and made in, in your mother's womb and, you know, and life. And so, um, how, what does that look like for, for us to be able to live by our conscience? Well, for Paul, it was an element of worship. So looking at, at worship, uh, specifically, so this is First uh, Corinthians uh, chapter ten. <coughs> um, let's see where to start. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll just start here with. Uh, I guess I'll just start with the the whole most of the chapter. Now I do do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were under the cloud, all passed through the sea. Moses split the sea. All passed through the sea, and all were baptized in baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drink for they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock it was Christ. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them, since they were struck down in the wilderness. Now these things took place as examples for us so that we will not desire evil things as they did. Don't become idolaters, as some of them were. As it was written, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and got up to party. Basically, there's a lot going on there. Let us not commit sexual immorality, as some of them did. And in a single day, 23,000 people died. Let us not test Christ, as some did then, some of them did and were destroyed by snakes. And don't grumble, as some of them did, and were killed by the destroyer. And don't grumble, as some of them did, and were killed by the, killed by the destroyer. Sorry. These things happened to, the, to them as examples, and they were written for our instruction, on whom the ends of the ages have come. So whoever thinks he stands must be careful not to fall. No temptation has come upon you except that which is common to humanity. 
But God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way out, so that you may be able to bear it. So then, my dear friends, flee from idolatry. I am speaking to you, speaking as to sensible people. Judge for yourself what I'm saying. The cup of blessing that we bless, it is, is it not a sharing of the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, since all of us share the one bread. Consider the people of Israel. Do not those who eat the sacrifices participate in the altar? What am I saying then? That food sacrificed to idols is anything? Or that an idol is anything? But do I... No. But I do say that what they sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. I do not want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot share the Lord's table and the table of demons. Or are we provoking the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything builds up. No one is to seek his own good, but the good of the other person. Eat everything that is sold in the meat market without raising questions for the sake of conscience. Since the earth since the earth is the Lord's and all that is in it. If any of the unbelievers invites you over and you want to go, eat everything that's set before you without raising any questions for the sake of conscience. But if someone says to you, this food is, this food is from a sacrifice, do not eat it. Out of consideration for the one who told you and for the sake of conscience. I do not mean your conscience, but the other person's. For why is my freedom judged by another person's conscience? If I participate with thanksgiving, why am I criticized because of something I give thanks, for which I give thanks? So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. Give no offense to Jews or Greeks to, or, the, or the church of God. Just as I also try to please everyone in everything, not seeking my own benefit, but the benefit of many, so they may be served. And so... In this element of, of of eating meat that's been offered to sacrifice, he's like, it doesn't matter to, to, to us. Like, eat whatever is served to you. Go to the meat market, just buy it, you know, buy your meat and, and go home and enjoy it. Um, but if they have a big old sign out there saying, sacrifice to idols meat, you know, or if the person serving you says, oh, yeah, and by the way, you know, this, this was sacrificed, you know, almost in this boasting, this was sacrificed to Artemis the Great. Then you'd be like, eh, thanks, though. I'm, I'm, I'll stick with the veggies, though. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, for the sake of conscience, because their element of eating and drinking and, and participating was participating with God or with demons. You cannot share the table of the Lord and share the table of demons. And so we, you know, our, 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 our desire is, is to protect conscience the ability to live by conscience. Um, and for us, I mean, most of most importantly, number one for us as believers, as, as, as saints, as God's saints is to walk by the spirit, to walk by the spirit. Then you won't, you won't serve, you know, the table of demons. You won't go off into error. You won't go off into, you know, into wrong thinking, wrong, believing, wrong action, um, transgression and sin. Like you will, <clears throat> You you will live a life of a clear and clean conscience. 
that's why we don't go off. You know, that's why we encourage one another to not go off and, and just live in whatever way we think is right. That's, that's That was the whole concept of judges. You know, everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Um, and that was where, where they fell. They, everyone did what was right in their own eyes and the nation crumbled. Nations crumble when everyone does what, what, what they feel is right in their own eyes. I think as we can see in our own country, right? And so there's this element of living by conscience, operating through, um, being guided by the Holy Spirit, being guided by his direction, um, and, and, and trusting and engaging in the personality that God has given you, the spiritual gifts, the heart, the abilities, the personality and the experiences that God has given you operating in that conscience and not allowing others to call evil, what you call good or to call good, what you call evil. Um, and so the, like there's that element, there's, there's freedom Yes, there's, 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 everything is benefit, everything is permissible, but he, but he goes back to the, but not, but make sure, you know, not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but I will not be held captive by anything. He's not saying everything is permissible necessarily. He's quoting, uh, the Corinthian church that, that they wrote to him. They're like, oh, we can just do whatever we want, you know, da, da, da. and, but he's like, yeah, that's, that's true. But, you know, caveat, you know, asterisk, um, I will not be, be, be weighed down by anything. And, you know, but not everything is beneficial for us. Not everything is beneficial for you in your conscience. Walk by the spirit and you will not, like I said, as he says to, you know, to the Galatians, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of this earthly realm. And, you know, the, 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 the world around us, the, the wrong thinking, the wrong, wrong living around us walk by the spirit and you won't walk like the rest of the world operating out of this concept, this belief of whatever is right in my own eyes. You're, you're being led by the spirit and trusting the, th the things that he's placed within you, um, mainly himself and the desires he's given you in order to live by your conscience. And that, and, and so I want to end with, with, uh, second Corinthians, uh, one, and this is, uh, <clears throat> let's see where, <coughs> yeah, it's just 12. Indeed. This is our boast. Um, I wanted to see if I wanted, you know, you know I'll just go back and back up in a little bit here. Um, no, was, we'll just, we'll stick with 12. If you want to go back and read, you can read more of, of uh, second Corinthians chapter one. Uh, so this is second, second Corinthians chapter one, verse 12. Indeed, this is our boast. The testimony of our conscience is that we have conducted ourselves in the world and especially toward you with godly sincerity and purity, not by human wisdom, but by God's grace. For we are writing nothing to you other than what we can read, well, rather than what you can read and also understand. I hope you will understand completely, just as you have partially understood us, that we are your reason for pride, just as you are ours in the day of the Lord Jesus. Um, and so and he talks about wanting, you know, desiring to come back and, and, uh, and, and be with them and, and, and engage with the church again. But specifically that, that verse 12, you know, this is our boast. The testimony of our conscience is that we have conducted ourselves in the world and especially toward you with godly sincerity and purity, not with human wisdom, but by God's grace. And so as we, as we walk through our lives, as we walk through 
daily living um, with face mask mandates and with um, you know life choices, life decisions, um, jobs or or whatever whatever it may be. Let it first and foremost be filtered through the, the lens of walking by the Spirit, of testing the spirits, of you know, of Scripture. You know, making sure our lifestyles are not in direct con- you know con- uh, con- you know, contradiction to Scripture um, or others. You know, people, but operating in a, in this element of humility, uh, boasting in um, in the Lord. In, in, Jesus, in Jesus Christ, um, this he says, Paul says, this is our boast, the testimony of our conscience. Conduct yourselves in the world, especially toward the church, with godly sincerity and purity, not with human wisdom, but with God's grace. And so, there, there's this element of trusting conscience over and above. What he says, over and above the world not by human wisdom but by god's grace through sincerity and purity and what does that look like for you what does it look like for you to to live and to walk and to i mean most of us i think already do in 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 some element live by our conscience in one way shape or form and and not allow others to to say otherwise um Always acting in, in this element of humility, you know. There, there's this element of humility and prayerful, conscience. You know, asking for the Lord to, you know, if someone you know corrects you or tries to come against you, like say, say, I will, I will pray about that, and seeking the Lord in that, uh, because there, there's been a lot of things that that I've prayed prayed through and have come to different conclusions from others, and it's not a biblical issue. It's just simply my conscience and the way that I operate with God. And, and it feels like this is what God is telling me and the way that I should live in a cer- in certain areas. And so, and I, and I don't engage in certain things, uh, because I want to protect my conscience so that I can live my life with this clean conscience, with this clear conscience, because living with a clear conscience is so important, is so much more important, um, than always trying to feel like, I want to a little caveat: Living by your conscience is much, much better than living, trying to always be right. Does that make sense? Because when you when you feel like your way is the right way, then everyone else has to abide by your right way, and then you hold your right way over others. And this is where legalism and 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 malice and all sorts of division starts to happen in the church, is when we don't live by our conscience. A and B. We, we require others to live by our conscience. And so this is how, how we engage in the church. This is how we engage with one another in, in public, with, with the world around us, is that we understand how and why they're living the way that they do, and, we're, and we are living the way that we do by our conscience, by our belief in the Word of God, and uh, not being mastered by, any, by anything, but engaging in living with a pure conscience, living to walk by the Spirit, um, and living amongst the brothers and sisters, because the the one word that I can I can I feel like is has been coming to my mind as I as I've been describing you know you living by your conscience and allowing others to live by theirs, this is what freedom looks like. This is what freedom 
looks like. For freedom, Christ has set you free. Don't go back and, and live in the, in the garbage heap anymore. Don't go back and live in, in the flesh anymore. Walk by the Spirit. And you will not gratify the, the desires of the world around us, the fleshly, earthly realm. Live by your conscience. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, when, Spirit, when you're walking by the Spirit and when you're living by your conscience, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Walk by your conscience. Live in freedom. And show others what it's like to live a life with Christ in freedom. So, hope that is has been. I hope it's not been too weird all over the place. So, um, love you guys. Uh, if you guys have any questions, just shoot me a, shoot me a message on here, and I'll I'll get back with you. Uh, love you guys. We will see you on Sunday or uh, next next week right here on Coffee with Alan. See you guys.